Thank you, Elena and Sophie, for uh, inviting me. And thank you all for coming in the morning uh, so early, <laughs> for waking up and coming to the Wilsonian. Um, so, yes, um, my name is Silvia Barizione, and uh, I came to Miami in 2011. But uh, I used to come before as visiting curator because uh, I started working uh, for... Uh, like so, in the 90s, uh, I started to work for... Uh, uh, the Wilsonian Foundation. It used to be a private uh, foundation funded by Mickey Wilson. Um, he, in Genoa, he was a diplomat, and uh, in, uh, in, the in the late 80s, he bought a castle in Genoa. You can see a picture. It's kind of a fantastic castle from uh, uh, built in uh, 1895 by a Florentine architect in Genoa. So he brought uh, the Florentine Quattrocento to Genoa. It was originally a villa, very like a volume, uh, square volume, typical Genovese villa. And it was transformed uh, in a castle with towers, crenellations, uh, fake uh, uh, grottos, uh, and uh, copies of uh, Frangelico and Botticelli inside. So Mickey fell in love with it, with it bought it, uh, and decided to have also a, his project of the Wilsonian, which was a collection of um, art and design from uh, 1885 uh, to 1945 uh, would have been uh, also in Miami and in Genoa. Um, so we, I started to work, uh, we were just three persons, doing, being uh, curators, uh, registrars, uh, PRs, uh, um, librarians, uh, uh, what else, going to the post office, <laughs> delivering stuff, so we, di we did everything, we are just three. And uh, <clears throat> the castle was, uh, like they, they were starting to renovate the castle, uh, which was very, very bad shape at the time. And uh, we were uh, like prisoner in a big uh, storage on the hills of uh, the city of Genoa, above the, uh, the harbor. Uh, it was a huge warehouse uh, and uh, with a um, library, it was also a study center, and we had scholars coming to visit us. And uh, I spent my time uh, cataloging uh, objects that Mickey ca uh, bought, uh, like every day we had like, things coming. And, um, and uh, it was really a huge place. Uh, and uh, when I was alone, uh, sometimes uh, since we were just three, uh, at, uh, in the evening, I felt like being shining in the movie Shining, The Shining. It was really kind of scary. Um, in, uh, uh, one day, Mickey Wilson decided that uh, when he opened the museum in 1995 here in Miami, uh, he decided that uh, he wanted uh, to, uh, to have a private foundation, especially in Italy, was very difficult. So he decided to donate uh, the museum and, the, and his collection uh, to the, um, the University of Florida FIU, um, received uh, this big donation in 1997, and uh, the museum became part of the university. Uh, in Genoa, it was a bit different because Genoa, I mean, for FIU, it was difficult at the moment to, to get a, like an Italian branch. So the Ducal Palace, which is the main institution uh, in Genoa, hosted, uh, uh, asked us to do an exhibition uh, from, uh, from the collection. And this was uh, like the first catalog we did in 1996 uh, with a, a selection, and it was, the title was uh, 
uh, Italian art in uh, between the two wars uh, because uh, oh, I forgot to tell you that uh, while uh, the Wilsonian here is as a very international collection uh, in, uh, in Italy it's mostly focused on uh, Italian material with some exceptions um, so this was the first uh, exhibition focusing on a, the, the cover was a famous uh, painting by Ferruccio Ferrazzi a Roman painter uh, who was part of the magic uh, realism, uh, a movement uh, from the 1930s. And uh, this uh, like, uh, very emblematic uh, woman, naked woman with the prism in uh, her hand, um, it was uh, like the uh, Mickey was uh, really his favorite painting. It's, it's really a very uh, important painting in the Italian collection. Uh, when we were invited to do an exhibition in Parma, a big exhibition on our collection uh, in 1999, he said, oh, you should call, uh, the title should be The Vision of the Prism, because uh, our collection is a kind of prismatic collection, because you have a really uh, such a, a heterogeneous uh, collection with uh, very different uh, subjects from means of tra transportation to uh, political propaganda uh, to uh, like the colonies uh, to um, yes architectural archives uh, and uh, um, so for him it was this was the title that we should have given and so we followed his instructions and we had our first big exhibition in uh, in Parma and uh, was uh, quite successful. Uh, so the museum uh, was uh, in 1995 opened in Miami, but uh, we still haven't, uh, we still were in this warehouse working and doing exhibition uh, uh, around. And in, uh, in the early 20s, we were invited to do a traveling exhibition about our uh, futurist archives. Uh, so it was uh, Parole Imagine Futuriste, which means really because we have a big archive, so it was mostly words, uh, but also we have some uh, paintings, uh, especially from the second futurism, like from the 1930s, uh, and uh, many ceramics, uh, uh, futurist ceramics. Uh, and then later in, uh, in 2001, no, three, I don't know, I don't remember anymore, um, we were invited by the historic collection in London to do an exhibition about uh, um, Italy uh, in, uh, in the interwar period, and they wanted uh, the title that they suggested was under, under Mussolini. We were a bit shocked that we didn't want to have Mussolini in our title, but they thought, oh, it was, it's a way to attract uh, uh, like the, um, uh, the audience. In the meantime, I was uh, in charge, uh, especially of the archives, of, uh, the, of the architectural archives in, uh, in the collection, and I started also working, doing projects uh, by myself. Uh, for example, uh, Luigi Vietti was a, a very famous architect in the 1930s, uh, who became actually more famous for uh, building uh, uh, like the sea resorts in Sardinia along the, the coast, uh, Costa Smeralda. He was um, in charge, uh, like, uh, uh, his main client was Aga the, uh, Prince Aga Khan, so he built uh, Porto, uh, Porto uh, Rotondo and the Porto Cervo. Uh, but I liked him more in the 1930s when he was uh, like a more uh, um, low-key architect and uh, he, I did an exhibition about him and uh, he also built a lot uh, of uh, villas, for example, for Rex Harrison, the actor in Portofino. 
Anyway, he was a, was a great designer, and for that exhibition, I, um, I got a donation from uh, his, uh, uh, nep uh, from his uh, nephew of uh, a chair that he designed uh, in uh, 1938. Uh, so it was donated to the collection in Genoa, and I think it's a very modern example of uh, tubular steel uh, using also natural uh, elements like leather with this uh, woven uh, uh, leather. So it was a really a piece that now the Trenale Milan, they always try to have it on loan, but it's ours. <laughs> Um, and then after, um, after that exhibition, I was uh, like leading a project that we did about the architecture in Liguria, which is the region where uh, Genoa is, uh, again from the 1920s to the 1950s, uh, also to try to um, protect it, because as you know, it's very difficult, especially in Europe, uh, the architecture from the 1930s is not something historic as here, at least here we have a, an Art Deco district, uh, in, uh, especially in, uh, in Italy where we have such a big heritage, the 1930s are considered like they could be demolished and then it was also the fascist period, something even uh, uh, worse. So it's very hard to try to preserve this kind of architecture. Uh, another subject that we became popular was the, were the ocean liners. Uh, since we have a, a big collection of uh, uh, material about the ocean liners, especially Italian in that case, uh, uh, posters and uh, even some furniture, uh, original from furniture from uh, boats from the 1920s, uh, we did a big exhibition on uh, the ocean liners, uh, always using material from uh, the, um, the collection and loans. Uh, finally, when um, Miki, uh, Miki could find uh, a, a place for our, uh, ex uh, for our uh, collection in Genoa, uh, he decided to donate uh, to the city, and the city accepted it. Uh, he also would have uh, given the castle, but the, ca uh, the city decided that the castle was too difficult to maintain. And uh, so, uh, as you know, it's not always uh, easy to convince uh, like uh, the uh, administration and the function uh, and functioners. So they decided that we they could have opened uh, the um, Italian Mickey Watson Italian collection uh, in the parks uh, uh, of uh, Nervi, which is a neighborhood in Genoa. It's on the east side. It's a very nice neighborhood. You can see this is the plan by the, by the Mediterranean Sea with a promenade with uh, already, there were already three beautiful villas which were the Gallery of Modern Art uh, and two other museums. So they decided to create a center for uh, uh, the 18th, no, 19th and 20th century in Nervi. Anyway, so this, uh, they told, the city told us, okay, we're, uh, we're giving you a, a building and um, uh, from the 1960s, and we were like, uh, so from a castle to a building from the 1960s, and this is the building. Uh, in the end, we liked it. It's, it was not as spectacular as the castle, as you can see. Um, from 1950s, very well done with this, uh, uh, like, very rationalist building, uh, with these, uh, like, <clears throat> the frames are all in slate, which is a, a, a local, uh, um, material, and we opened in 2005, so 10 years after the Wilsonian. 
And uh, Miki, Miki decided to call us a Wilsoniana because it was like the Wilsonian is inspired by the Smithsonian, while the Wilsoniana is inspired by the Laurentiana. So like he has always like this, like thinking of the Medici. Uh, so the comparison I think is kind of ambitious. And, uh, <clears throat> and so we, publi we published a, a book with a Skira and, um, and this is the entrance. I mean, as you can see, it's a very narrow street. Um, and this is the entrance with the four fathers of Italy. Uh, these, are, these were um, sculptured by Giuseppe Carnevale, uh, representing Vittorio Emanuele, the king, in a hunting uh, outfit, Giuseppe Garibaldi, Mazzini, and uh, Cavour. So this was our, our entrance. And you can see the architects, they kept the, the original materials, like the marble uh, floor, the tiles typical from the 1950s, the small ceramic tiles. And uh, this was our entrance. And then I wanted to show some, it was very, it's uh, like the installation was uh, chronological. So starting from uh, like the fascination for uh, uh, the exotic, uh, for exotism. So a neo-Egyptian room, which was made for a Palazzo Gonzaga in uh, Mantova. Uh, in uh, 1896, uh, it was two Orientalist brothers, Alberto and Fabio Fabi, and th this is really a, a masterpiece uh, with uh, inlays of uh, like semi-precious stones, uh, ivory. Uh, the problem was that the school from the 1950s, like the ceiling was not very <laughs> high, so uh, and all the the AC or the yeah. implants were in uh, on the on the ceiling, so we had to like a, do a hole on the ceiling to, uh, for the pyramidal bed. And uh, so from exotism to Art Nouveau, this is an example uh, of uh, Italian Art Nouveau designed by uh, Luigi Fontana, who became in the 1930s uh, Fontana Art, and it's, they still uh, now design uh, uh, lamps, uh, lightning, and uh, glass. With this Medusa head, which was uh, exhibited at the Turin exhibition in 1902, which was the big uh, exhibition of decorative arts, uh, international exhibition of decorative arts in uh, in Turin. And uh, this is uh, like the corridor. You can see that the, the, we kept the tiles in the terrazzo, and uh, um, this is a Bugatti piece, a very uh, beautiful piece. And this is one of the highlights of the museum. It's a, a children's room um, designed in 1921 by Antonio Rubino. He was a famous illustrator, Italian illustrator, and uh, he designed this for a friend of his. Um, it's a representation of the city of dreams, and uh, above the kid is the good boy, and then in front of him is the uh, naughty boy, and you can see like the influence of uh, Pinocchio, and uh, um, and this is really a piece that uh, um, has been also traveling a lot in uh, several exhibitions. And then the stairs with some of, uh, I mean, if you're familiar with the Wilsonian, you can recognize the style uh, of uh, our paintings. This is, a f for example, a beautiful painting representing the moods of the crowd. And uh, we have another painting by the same uh, artist, uh, Sexto Canegallo, in the collection here in uh, Miami. Because the idea was really of Mickey was to keep a connection and it's 
collecting the same kind of uh, objects, uh, objects that tell you stories. And this is a, a, a big example. Uh, the autarchic table. This was donated to us, and it was a, mm, a project uh, dated 1935. It got a copyright, but was never produced uh, um, uh, serially because, uh, well, it's a bit complicated. It was uh, really the idea of a notary in Genoa to design an autarkic table. It meant that they didn't need uh, any servants because you had uh, like uh, the main core, like the um, antipasto, and even uh, in the end, coffee, everything was here. And uh, uh, so it was donated to us with every, everything was uh, kept, uh, all the ceramic, the uh, red porcelain is Richard Ginori, uh, the glasses are from Murano, and uh, even the placemats were are original. And uh, naturally, you, if you, like, you can close it and becomes a normal table with a, a handle that you, I can see here. Anyway, this was another uh, like of the highlights uh, of the museum. And when we started, uh, we, we did a small exhibition about mural paintings, Italian mural paintings. Uh, this comes, was a project for a palazzo in Rome. And uh, the display cases, uh, uh, our display cases come from a, a store in, um, designed by an important uh, rationalist architect, Pietro Lingeri. So they, were, uh, they dismantled the store, so we just uh, got them and, um, and used them to, as display cases in the museum. As you know, like the Wilsonian mission is always to preserve and try to save everything that they want to destroy, demolish as the fountain in the lobby, for example, comes from a, a building which was, a demo, it was a theater, it was demolished in uh, eight, uh, 1983 to build a McDonald in Norristown, Pennsylvania. And Mickey Wilson bought the, the grill and it became the, the main fountain in the lobby. Uh, <clears throat> so we ended up with some of the, uh, a model of a Vespa from 1946, so just uh, the limit of our collection. An autarkic bicycle with a um, wooden uh, wheel, a model of Littorina, which is like the train uh, used during the fascist uh, period. Um, and then, uh, like very briefly, um, I show you some of the exhibitions. We started doing exhibition. Finally, we had a museum, and we could do exhibitions. So. There was one about the decorative panels of uh, Galileo Chini that he did for the Italian pavilion in, uh, in Venice at the Biennale in 1911. Uh, well, this is a photograph with Mickey, just to show you like uh, we are the three, the three of us always working for many years together. And um, Mickey, uh, it was the opening of an exhibition about Garibaldi, uh, like how is, um, he has been um, uh, like his myth uh, through posters and uh, advertising and memorabilia. And so we decided to wear uh, something red. So because naturally Garibaldi went to conquer uh, Sicily with a uh, thousand uh, warriors, warriors, uh, soldiers wearing a red shirt. Uh, but then just Mickey and I had something uh, red. The other two, they forgot to bed. Um, and again, you can see, you recognize the floor. There were all uh, exhibitions that we did in, uh, 
in Genoa about uh, ceramic, uh, um, futurist ceramic, <coughs> and uh, again advertising, um, thinking of advertising and political propaganda together. And uh, uh, the Vivian Green curator at the Guggenheim, she saw that exhibition and then she invited uh, me to write about uh, ceramics for the big exhibition that she did in uh, 19, uh, no, in 2004 at the Guggenheim. And this is me trying, giving a tour at the uh, Guggenheim. So uh, that was really a, an exhibition that uh, um, brought the, Wils uh, the Wilsoniana collection to the Guggenheim because uh, they borrowed all our uh, all the manifests, so the big uh, uh, collection of ma uh, futurist manifests in uh, Genoa was on, um, on display at the Guggenheim exhibition. Another uh, uh, show we did was about Antonia Campi. Uh, she's a, like one of the best ceramists in, in Italy. She's now in her 90s. And for me, she's like the Italian answer to Eva Zeitzel, who is a famous uh, uh, American um, ceramist who like, died a few years ago. And uh, you'll see in the exhibition that we're doing in uh, November about Mita, one of these uh, 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 umbrella stands uh, that she designed. And um, this is 1949. And uh, they, in the literature, they are called uh, spatial space uh, uh, umbrella stands because really they look very much as uh, they were uh, like uh, dropped from Mars. Um, then we did an exhibition about uh, uh, the G uh, German um, Democratic Republic. It was a collaboration with the Historisches, uh, Historisches Museum in uh, Berlin. And then again, uh, uh, Galileo Chini. This is a famous uh, building, a uh, spa building in uh, Salso Maggiore that was decorated by Galileo Chini in uh, 1923, and it's really a kind of uh, bombastic uh, deco. And um, uh, it was a, another uh, um, interesting exhibition that we did at the Wilsoniana. Um, so in 2011, then I decided to, so the, uh, there was a position for a curator in, um, in Miami. So I decided that I could have a change in life. Uh, and uh, so I moved in September 2011. And uh, we did a big party in Jena on a boat, uh, again on a boat. And um, all my friends, they uh, dressed up as the widows because they became my widows, all my girlfriends. <laughs> and it was, the, it was a kind of uh, uh, performance for me. <laughs> and um, in Miami, as you can see, we have a great uh, designer at the Wilsonian. And um, my first project was uh, to uh, recurate uh, an exhibition which was made at the um, Neue Gallery in New York, Neue Gallery, New York, uh, about the postcards uh, uh, of the Wiener Werkstatt from uh, um, Leonard Loder collection. So we did it in Miami, but naturally I had to implement it uh, with uh, objects from uh, uh, the Wiener Werkstatt from our collection because uh, as you can imagine, uh, we don't have the same uh, audience of the Neue Gallery, and we don't have a Klimt or a, like a big Hoffman uh, furniture to, um, to illustrate uh, the, the period. So we did uh, an exhibition which was uh, like, beautiful for uh, the design, and um, 
and the first in, uh, in Nashville wanted it with all the, all the objects and all the design uh, for, uh, for them. And uh, yes, Richard, our designer, he was inspired by the first Wiener Werkstatt exhibition in Berlin of uh, 1904. Um, and then the, the year after, I, I had uh, to do uh, three exhibitions altogether about Italy because uh, 2013 was the year of Italian culture in the US. So um, we decided to occupy two floors of the Wilsonian with Italian art uh, and uh, design. And it was a big effort. We used mostly our collection with a few loans from Genoa because, uh, as you know, the um, uh, shipment is the most expensive thing. So there was an exhibition about uh, um, design, an exhibition more uh, about uh, uh, like uh, plans for uh, Rome in the, um, in the years when uh, uh, Mussolini wanted to create uh, the third Rome. And uh, another one was about uh, mural uh, paintings uh, uh, which were in, um, in the Casa um, del Mutilato, which were the uh, veterans' uh, uh, build, uh, yeah, the, the headquarters for the veterans' associations uh, after World War I. Um, so being in Miami, I could also uh, recurate an exhibition about Normal Belgades. So it was very exciting for me. Uh, that was something that in Italy I could have never done. Uh, his projects, uh, like his like a great uh, um, Futurama for 1939. And also um, I concentrated on a building that he did here in Miami that is not so well known. It was a very famous uh, a nightclub, uh, Copper City nightclub, which is now on Biscayne Boulevard. Now it's a, a public storage, but actually in 1948, it was really a very uh, fancy nightclub. So um, I tried to concentrate on those, on the local uh, um, um, architecture. Since uh, also our collection is mostly like stops in 1950, we try to, since we are in a, such a new city, very young city, uh, where uh, like people prefer contemporary art and we have Art Basel, so we usually try to do projects with uh, contemporary designers and this was in the case of, in the case of uh, um, Dutch design. This is their interpretation of the pattern the uh, Niwe Kunst pattern by Christy van der Ack, a contemporary uh, artist from um, Den Haag. And uh, this, um, this Art Basel, I invite you, so we'll have a, a French creative graphic studio, uh, H. Senk. They will do, a, um, they are very famous, I don't know if you are familiar with the Logorama. It was, uh, when I saw this, uh, uh, animated movie, I thought, oh, we, uh, I want to do something uh, with them because they, we were approached by the French consulate. And so we, um, we met them and uh, uh, really, if you Google Google uh, Logorama, it's uh, 60 minutes, it's an animated movie, uh, which was um, presented in uh, 2009 at the Os uh, and uh, got the Oscar as the best animated movie. And the year after, in 2010, I got the César in France, so they came late, they had to um, recognize that they were really great. 
And so we're going to do a small installation here and they're going to do a, a small video for us uh, uh, during our battle. So check us out. Uh, thank you. So I don't know if you have questions, if we can have uh, like a conversation among us. I don't know how do you proceed. But uh, we, like, uh, the collection is really huge. I mean, we, here we say uh, 180,000 objects. In, uh, in Italy, it's uh, like 20,000. But it's huge, especially for, um, like, we have so much furniture in, uh, in Italy. And here, too. Uh, because as, as you can imagine, the, what you see on the fifth floor, it's just, uh, I don't know, 5% of the collection. Yes. You know, so, so how do you know, or how do you decide, how does it work? Because there's more, there's 180,000 objects in this collection, so. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. we think also which is our, uh, which are uh, our strengths, you know? So for example, the Dutch design exhibition, we have a big collection, but uh, then when you do an exhibition, you think, oh, there are uh, some gaps when you want to tell the story of uh, Dutch design, so anyway, uh, we had to borrow something, but yes, our challenge is trying to do exhibition working from our collection without uh, having to ask for too many loans because it's, since uh, we have such a huge collection, but you know, it was created by Mickey Walson, so according to his taste, which is very particular, which uh, I mean, I admire, but I remember sometimes going, being with him saying, Mickey, look at this piece, oh, too beautiful. <laughs> like, he's like that now. Sometimes he doesn't like an object. Uh, it has to have a meaning for him. That's why we have so much. We say ceramic uh, is a propaganda because uh, sometimes we have a beautiful vase, but then uh, there is, uh, like, it's advertising something or uh, uh, celebrating, commemorating a war or a political party or... So that's... Um, that's our problem, that sometimes we have a beautiful objects, uh, but, uh, uh, but they're very particular. So that's why even now doing this exhibition that we're opening on uh, Thursday on Art Deco, you see it's not, there, were, there are some objects which are unexpected, you will say. You won't see, unluckily, a beautiful uh, Ruhlmann uh, cabinet with uh, uh, ivory inlays, but you'll see other uh, beautiful example of European article, and then we have some beautiful American examples. Uh, but um, and then luckily we have also some donations sometimes. Uh, and um, but for example, when I did the Dutch design show, we didn't have any the style furniture, so you can't do an exhibition on Dutch design without showing the Rietveld chair. So we had to borrow the Ritfeld chair from another museum. The project started uh, here in uh, 86. Mickey founded the like the foundation. So even when the museum was closed, uh, we had loans. And even in Genoa, in the beginning, when we were in this big warehouse, we had loans. It's a way to be out to the, for the having audience. Genoa is the only museum of this kind in the US? 
Well, for this period, it's so specific for this. And uh, it's also difficult to define ourselves because we're not really a design museum because then you have, uh, we have so much, like we have paintings, but also the paintings that we have, he, uh, Mickey Wilson never collected by the name of the artist, but more for uh, the subject and um, or the quality. So sometimes we have a very interesting Beautiful paintings, sometimes they are like more like weird subjects, but uh, also interesting for that. But the difficulty is that we don't have uh, like the Picasso or uh, we don't have the big names, uh, so it's difficult to see lines uh, in front of the Wilsonia because it's something that you discover and then uh, you might uh, be like uh, become a follower of the Wilsonia, but it's something uh, very particular. And also this, uh, uh, this interest in the political background that this has been uh, something that uh, characterized uh, the Wilsonian from the beginning. Especially like in Italy, it has been very difficult because it, like, right, uh, like displaying objects from the fascist period, but it was a way to document a period, but not to like being apologetic. But you know, then we had the, like some right-wing poli politicians coming to our exhibi uh, exhibition saying, oh, thank you for doing this. And like, so <laughs> it's very difficult also. But for example, in Paris, uh, actually not in Paris, in Boulogne, Biancourt, there is the Musée des années 30, which is uh, similar. I mean, it's more cons uh, uh, focused on the 1930s, but for example, they have also a lot of material about the uh, colonies which is something which is not really very um, popular, but it's really a way to, to document a period. And um, so, so interesting thinking of Boulogne, where uh, so many artists leave them there and uh, their, their architecture from the 1930s. So. But anyway, you are invited to come to see the, nine, uh, the Art Deco exhibition on uh, Thursday. And then naturally in November, November 15, we'll have an exhibition coming from Genoa. So with the two curators from Genoa, so we'll be the three together. Um, it will be November 15 about Mita, which is a textile company active from the 1920s to the 1970s. So it will be not just the fascist period, luckily. So uh, it will be from uh, Japan, like uh, collaborating with uh, different architects and uh, artists. So they started with Gioponti and uh, Fortunato De Pero. And, uh, and then in the post-war period, uh, like the, their textiles and the tapestries reflect uh, like the debate between uh, abstraction and realism from the post-war period. So, it's a kind of a particular overview of the uh, of uh, Italian art from the 20s to the uh, 70s through textiles, uh, printed fabrics, uh, and um, tapestries that were used on the uh, ocean liner. So there will be some huge uh, tapestries from uh, the Costa lines, and uh, a big um, a drawing for a tapestry which was on the Andrea Doria, which was the famous. Uh, 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 ship uh, from the Italian line which sank uh, in 1956. So we have the drawing for uh, the tapestry, but the tapestry is in the bottom of the ocean. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>